0: This episode is sponsored by Day by Day Book, a guided journal that helps you navigate the ups and downs of change while creating a life you love. For more information on the classic recovery or teen day book, go to livedaybyday.com. It's important to take to heart the reality that in order to make meaningful change, big or small in our lives, we must have agency over our own decisions. And more importantly, to fully know what it is that we really want in life. By clearing away the fog that can accumulate when we grow accustomed to dysfunction, as benign as it may seem on the outside, we're able to do just that. Welcome to Journeys Through Change, a podcast that inspires women to let go of the fear and say yes to possibility. I'm your host, Noelle Ban, an author, creator, and empowerment coach who spent years in corporate America helping innovators and leaders ride the waves of change with ease and grace. I now work with women to step into change and unleash the power they have to create a life they love. Whether you're contemplating a change in your career, relationship, health, lifestyle, or anything in between, nothing's off the table. I'll be offering up simple insights to help you manage the ups and downs of change, and sharing interviews with successful women who took a leap of faith to create the life they knew they were meant to live, sharing their wisdom, advice, and all the juicy lessons they learned along the way. So get cozy in your favorite comfy chair, and let's get started. Upgrading your life on any level involves executing your power of choice, And making a decision to make it happen. I want to talk about something I think is so, so important to look at when thinking about decision-making of any kind, especially when it comes to shifting a dynamic that you may have grown used to. Now, we've talked about recognizing the beliefs that can hold us back, but we also need to take a closer look at the relationships we have in our lives and how they can either help us make important leaps to continue to make improvements or suddenly drag us down and get in the way of progress. Now, there are three ways we operate in the world that I think are worth recognizing when it comes to our personal and professional relationships. To better recognize each of these, let's take a look at them a little bit more closely. The first is independence. If we are living our lives independently, we are basically living autonomously without relying heavily on others for emotional or material support. It's really a foundation that fuels our ability to courageously create what we want in life. So if you're independent, you're likely self-reliant and make decisions on your own. You'll prioritize your own needs and goals, and you can take care of yourself without being overly dependent on others. Now, this is recognized as a personality trait that marks a sense of confidence in listening to your own voice and taking the lead in your life. Most independent people are able to align within a relationship with others while keeping a sense of their own goals and wishes. Now, it's important to note that independent personalities are able to be interdependent when it comes to relationships. This is a healthy way to exist with others where individuals maintain their autonomy but also collaborate and rely on each other in a mutually beneficial way. There is a recognition and respect of each other's independence while also acknowledging the importance of your connection. You share responsibilities, communicate openly, and work together toward common goals. In an interdependent romantic relationship, both partners maintain their individual identities and pursuits, but they're rooting for each other's success. Now the third one is codependence which refers to a dysfunctional and one-sided relationship where one person relies excessively on another for emotional support, validation, or identity. This is where the needs and desires of others are considered over your own and you have difficulty setting boundaries and you may feel a sense of worth or identity based on your ability to care for or fix others. Now, one thing to note, a person in a codependent relationship might constantly sacrifice their own needs and well-being to meet the needs of their partner, often to the detriment of both people. With that said, there are plenty of perfectly healthy relationships out there, and interdependence is certainly a goal worth striving for in a partnership, allowing for a more balanced interaction where both individuals are supporting the growth and success of the other. It allows us to be part of a unit while maintaining our sense of independence along the way. Now, regardless of our life situation, we're always in relationship with others, so maintaining this sense of independence, ensuring we never lose sight of what drives us internally and leads us to pursue our goals, along with the ability to work interdependently, is what maintains a healthy balance between self and others. So really a mix of both is key. But life doesn't always work that way. And it would be wrong not to recognize that relationships are what bring up our stuff in 3D. So most of them are going to have power dynamics that simply reflect this as we continue through our life's work, so to speak. So if you find you are living with, working with, or parenting someone who craves control or shows signs of having only their best interest in mind, it will likely upset this healthy balance and oftentimes diminishes a sense of independence along the way. These interplays can often be difficult to recognize, and until something goes sideways, it can become a very subtle dysfunction that can take us years to see for what it is. Now, family is one thing, not necessarily chosen. And where some of our dysfunction starts, but the people we choose as friends, partners, and business colleagues can tell us quite a bit about how we see ourselves and what we feel we deserve, pretty much mirroring back to us all the time. With that said, we can't talk about relationships without talking about the often damaging dynamics of control and dependence. When you interact with individuals or select partners who over-index on their need to control, it's inevitable that you will have a lack of independence or a sense that you need to obtain permission to think for yourself or make decisions about your life without seeking validation or approval. Once again, no one is actually making demands here, so it's very subtle. It's just an unspoken way of living that you've grown accustomed to that feels safe. Now, it can often be disguised, especially by the one more in control as love or protection, when it's really just quiet manipulation and disguise. And this, my friends, is literally a slow and steady self-esteem and creativity killer. Now, Dan Kennedy, who's a famous author and marketing guy, once said, we cut the imbillable cord from our mother, then we walk around for the rest of our life with it in our hand, looking to plug it into somebody else. When we pick someone to fill a void or to play the parent in our lives, we never really have a chance to take full responsibility for our own decisions. And this can make change very, very difficult. Now, when codependence gets added to the mix, it just amplifies the dysfunction, chipping away at our sense of self, lowering our level of self confidence, and creating a preoccupation with others' needs, wants, and expectations of us. Where you end and the other person begins becomes virtually non-existent. And this is where the subtle issues take hold and can become really difficult to untangle. We will often go years playing out a familiar storyline until something breaks down and we finally realize we've not been showing up as strong, accountable creators of our own life. Feeling an obligation to look to others, partners, friends, children, colleagues, to make our decisions for us by projecting onto us who they want us to be without our input or conscious consent. And by the way, this is just a reflection of the other person's history. Typically avoid they are trying to fill in their own life projecting onto you. You see, we tend to seek out those who feel familiar, even if it's not the healthiest choice for us. You may have had a father who was super controlling and found yourself now with a partner with similar traits. The funny thing about life is that we often align ourselves with people to uncover the areas where we still have work to do. Kind of the universe's way of helping us to continuously grow. So making the decision to break free of that need for approval becomes an internal job, and it's up to us to turn it around. So let's talk a bit about a few areas where codependence can show up in our life. The first is children. Now, children may not seem to be an obvious one, but kids can do a number on us when it comes to feeling the need to save them from themselves. Codependence is tough to overcome, especially when you feel responsible for the welfare of your kids. And this is where setting boundaries is key, and we're going to get into that in a few minutes. The second is relying on parents for validation. It kind of makes sense. After all, they were our authority figures for many years as we grew into adulthood. And our relationship with our parents can remain close throughout our lives. So when we reach maturity, it's sometimes difficult to let go of this habit of seeking approval from them. The next is life partners. Choosing life partners to replace the role of a parent is a common one and just perpetuates this need for validation you had growing up, making it more difficult to find your independence within the relationship. One thing to note, in the case of divorce, this can get amplified, especially if one person has a financial hold over the other, a dynamic that can certainly challenge independence in addition to potential feelings of anger and resentment. Lastly is friendship. Oftentimes our friendships reinforce a sense of dependence, especially when we choose those who are competitive, judgmental, or non-supportive. It's a reflection of what we think we deserve and can cause a whole host of issues when we try to break free from that dynamic and think on our own. Now, this is where codependence comes in. Having a lack of independence in our relationships can cause us to want to fix other people and to make sure that everything's okay in their world without recognizing that things are not okay in our own. So how do we become more independent? The First thing is we want to do the work to find out what we enjoy, what lights us up. We have to do that internal exploration to understand what it is that we really want. This will take time and reflection, but it's really worth it. Secondly, break free from others' expectations from you by finding your voice and learning to say no when you need to. Once again, we'll get to boundaries in a moment. The next is remembering these are habits and nothing is permanent. It's such a lie when we tell ourselves, this is just the way it is. Well, you always have the power to choose a different way for the sake of growing and becoming your own person. It also may be time to ask yourself the hard questions. On some level, do you unconsciously buy into remaining dependent on others' opinion or expectations? You may need to look at the messages you're receiving and sending that could be perpetuating the problem. We've all seen how easy it can be to play the role of damsel in distress at times when it becomes convenient. And it still gets used from time to time when it works in our favor. So lastly, what I've been speaking about earlier is setting healthy boundaries. And this is key. There's this misconception that boundaries are not kind, but actually the opposite is true. Setting boundaries is a huge component of self-care and makes communication so much clearer for everyone involved. Boundaries are something so many of us struggle with, and it takes so much practice to develop healthy ones. This challenge is often a way of life for those of us who grew up in families where addiction was present. The family dynamics simply didn't support the practice of healthy boundary setting, and this can haunt us well into adulthood. This causes a tendency for us to seek out relationships of all kinds that require more and more from us, and we become more than willing to give and give and give, too often at the expense of ourselves. This will slowly chip away at your mental health and confidence, and soon you'll find that you've lost yourself in the process without even realizing it. Now, the good news is once you recognize it, you can do something about it. These are all part of becoming more independent, which often comes with age and experience. But fair warning, it can also shift the feedback you receive from others once you decide to change the dynamics in any relationship. So, once you show signs of becoming more independent, know that you'll likely run up against a couple of things. First thing is resistance. People will not like it. Any change in how you interact with them upsets their equilibrium and you will often get pushback or anger as a result. Know that this is bound to happen and stay steady in your conviction to create more independence for yourself. Second, this internal shift inside you may be one of the more profound signs that it is time for you to change and grow as you find your voice and inner strength by gaining a more independent approach to your life. And then lastly, although anything that upsets a dynamic we've grown accustomed to can be scary and uncomfortable, especially if it involves breaking free from relationships that don't support your growth, understand that this will be temporary. And as in anything, it's just an upgrade in how you're showing up for yourself and others. Just remember, independence can look different for each of us and is the first step in shedding the old behavior and mindset and growing into the person that you're meant to become. So how do you know if you're in a relationship that's less supportive of your independence? You can start by asking yourself a few questions, and I'm also going to include these in the show notes. Does this person hold your finances, career opportunities, or feelings of self-esteem in their hands? Do you feel heard after you discuss difficult topics? Do you rely on this person for the answers, and if so, how often? Does their behavior or words affect how you feel about your capabilities? Do you feel a sense of dread or lack of validation when they're not around? Do you take direction regularly from them? Do you feel smart and capable around them, relying on them to take care of it? And how free do you feel that you can state your needs? Do you feel you have permission to make decisions without their input? And lastly, how open do you think they would be to support you if you made more decisions on your own? All that said, healthy recognition is important and it's really the ultimate goal. Let me say this. There are many of you out there who are independent with loving supportive partners, which is amazing because the ultimate goal is to have relationships that feel like you are receiving the same love, support, or respect that you're giving. This is merely a way to look at your life in an honest light by understanding the true dynamics that play out in your relationships. This is just one more way to be authentic with yourself by gaining the courage to examine anything that may be holding you back from living a life you love. It's an amazing opportunity to start shifting a dynamic that may no longer serve you and seek out more supportive, loving, healthy connections. It's important to take to heart the reality that in order to make meaningful change, big or small in our lives, we must have agency over our own decisions, and more importantly, to fully know what it is that we really want in life. By clearing away the fog that can accumulate when we grow accustomed to dysfunction, as benign as it may seem on the outside, we're able to do just that. As I've said many times before, life is about choice, and living your life fully without the need for others to validate, guide, or give you permission to be who you are or ultimately want to be is the greatest form of self-love there is. With that said, that's it for now. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Journeys Through Change podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or really wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us and leave a review if you've enjoyed this episode and share it with a friend or on social media to spread the good word so more women like you can find us and join in on the fun. For more information on the podcast or day by day book, go to livedaybyday.com.